0: I just want to give you a bit of an insight into the AFL enjoys team. We're a bunch of unique individuals, Matza, Spender, and Dean. We're gonna engage with our minds and our hearts. We're gonna exchange ideas, thoughts, and even our energy. And to speak from your heart, you need to have courage. You need to be honest and authentic. We're not always gonna get it right. And sometimes you're not gonna agree with us, but that's okay because just like you, we care. Just like you, we're passionate about the game. So if you want to come along for the ride, join us at the AFL Enjoys Podcast, because we really enjoy the footy. Hello and welcome back to the AFL Enjoys Podcast. My name is Dean, joined once again by the boys, fellow enjoys of the AFL, or maybe not. George <laughs> Fender and James Matter. How's it going, boys?
1: Yeah, all right. Yeah, no, <laughs> not too bad. How's it going, Dana?
0: Pretty well, pretty well. I've noticed George has gone and bought a new clipboard.
1: Yeah, I had to
2: replace the old one. <laughs> I actually, this actually is the old one. I just did some woodwork classes. Oh, good on oh, you! Yeah. You know, some do-it-yourself. Yeah. Over the long weekend, kind of put it back together.
0: You fell for those Bunnings ads, just like telling you to do shit on your I own. Saw
2: one ad from Bunnings. I said they beat it by ten
1: percent.
0: That's it. I was gonna say, it's ten
1: percent cheaper? You're gonna have to give a uh, Carlton some tips on uh, repairing and rebuilding. I think um, <laughs> you mate, did such a seamless job over there, <laughs> mate.
2: Look, it looks it. Uh, it's actually like Carlton. It's nice and shiny, but you put any pressure on it and it'll break. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, we sh- if uh, I should be giving advice, but yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Some repair the clipboard. Feel, feel, feel like myself again, mate. Right. That's good, man. Harsh yeah.
0: but true. Uh, so, boys, starting off the pod this week, I actually have a bit of breaking news. So, as you'll recall, a couple of weeks into the season, I. Uh, spread the news, uh, which has turned out to be factual. I guess we'll see, maybe. Oh. Hugh McLuggage on his Way to Victoria at the end of the year. Okay. You heard yeah, it I here first. Um, I have a bit of an update on that, but this isn't the main, uh, main news I have. I've narrowed it down to two teams for Hugh. Uh, Sources telling me, Saints or Bombers. And the only reason I say that is because that's always the two teams that are linked with everybody. So... Um, what
2: about North, man? North got a lot of attention back you know, in the day. was
0: stuck in the midfield. <laughs> um, however, actually, thank you for bringing up North. You're welcome. Because here is the update. The trade bomb, I'm going to call it. Ooh. The Dean bomb. So, North Melbourne. I don't know where this photo shoot came from, by the way. I actually showed Mata the photo shoot, which was Shizul, uh, who is there, Will Phillips, Wardlaw and Tommy Powell. So, our young midfield brigade in a very aesthetically pleasing. I'll zoom in so you don't see my news. I just want to show you this quickly, George, because has seen this. What a lovely photo that is!
1: All looking in different directions.
0: It's fantastic. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll put
1: that up Definitely. on the uh, on the YouTube Absolutely. after some editing.
0: Absolutely, yeah. will be on the screen now. Oftentimes, we see players liking photos. Uh, we see it a lot in the NBA, Matt. I know you follow the NBA. Players yeah, will so. like a tweet, mm. and you think, oh that's, mm. that's fueling the rumor." He's on yeah. his way. Yeah. So, who liked this photo? It is someone who is a free agent at the end of the year. Someone who plays a position of need for North Melbourne, which in my opinion is another good halfback. Aaron Hall's done. Zeeble's coming towards the end. Who is this? So who liked this post? None other than Miller Bergman. Oh wait, wait! But he he plays at North. Miles no, Miles Bergman liked it. (laughs) All right, right. the other the other M Bergman. Miles Bergman. Oh, the port the port Bergman. The port Bergman. Okay, Okay, so okay, I'm just saying there's a fit. There's a Clear evidence, so lock it in. Miles Bergman to North at the end of the season.
1: So they're, they're brothers, right? They're actually not. They're not. They just happen to have like what? This, what their names are two letters out. Yeah. Yes. Miller. And they look
0: kind Miles. of similar, weirdly, in a way. They could be brothers.
1: And did they play the same yeah. position? Yes. Similar.
0: So, so
2: North just like brothers that look the same that could possibly be the same people,
0: but aren't actually
1: brothers, but
2: aren't actually brothers, and aren't actually the same person. No, well, pretty, pretty much, fair enough. Pretty much, but yeah, the, yeah. Hey,
1: thats, uh, that's spicy crack. that one.
0: And I should add, it, it was liked on the AFL Central, so AFL Central posted that photo, and he's liked it there. So, yeah. it's it's definitely
1: go. not because you know they're all mates and they they're from the same draft and you know they're all familiar with each other. Definitely it's not. definitely because he wants to come to North. And uh, he's going to push for a move yeah. next year. He's going to request a trade out.
0: Clarko wow. is known for the big recruit. He's that, a pretty good young player. That would be a
1: big move for leaving Port. They're flying, they're flying at the moment. Ten That's wins right. in a row. So
0: Hey, man. He liked it, not me. <laughs> hey, true, true, man. <laughs> hey, unless you stole his phone, bro. I don't know. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me. No, no. It's just facts. So, yeah, I just thought I'd start off the pod on a high note.
2: That's some nice investi- investigative journaling there, going through the likes and seeing <laughs> he's doing these things. How many, how many scrolls
0: did you have to go through to find that out? Uh, not many. It actually just came up on Facebook. Oh, so okay, it right. presented itself to me. Uh, so I go. thought I'd share it with all the lovely viewers and listeners. No, I like
1: it. I like it. I think uh, there was rumors of Ben Mackay going to Sydney or Port. Maybe he gets involved in the trade. there. You know what I mean? Bergman and I'll, a second round pick.
0: You know what? I'll do some investigating. Yeah. And next stuff. week on the pod, I'll tell you what my boy Ben's going to do.
1: Oh, well, there we go. Let him come to Carlton, mate. Play with his brother. Help him get his kicking right. I guess you That's guys right. do need some actual key position help. Wiedering's not that good. No, Wiedering's oh. good. He'll be all right. But Young, <laughs> I'm not a fan, mate. Uh, fair enough. I'm over him, bro. Fair We'll
0: enough. see. We'll see. I'll, I'll investigate. We'll Please. get some evidence on that. You, so give
1: Carlton supporters some good news, mate. We'll pay him, pay him the 900k so then we can get another you know, top five pick. 900k. Pick combo. <laughs> yeah, 900k so then we can get the, you know, first round compo and I'm cool.
0: If North gets, just by the way, to this point, if North Melbourne does get a first round compo, it goes after your first round pick. So, we'll potentially have picks two and three. So, you can take him. That's yeah, fine.
1: that's for it. Yeah, absolutely. We saw what we do with two and three this year. I'll so.
0: take it back. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, so actually on a different note. So, some more news. I'm not sure if you guys saw this but two things Richmond related. One of them, they're both very unfortunate. One of them, a terrible accident. Did you see the Bashar Huli uh, car accident that he was part I haven't
1: of? Se- I haven't seen like the incident, but I saw that he. I haven't was seen the in incident a, either. But, yeah, yeah, but like I heard that he wasn't in a good way. Oh. So you know, all the best to you know, team and his family. Hopefully, he can recover and um, yeah, mm. be be all right because he, he was a champion of the game. Did they have Hooli? footage of ba- Bashar? Hooli? No, no,
0: sorry. The way I said that made it sound like there was something to see. But just, did you see the news? I mean, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Apparently, yeah, pretty bad accident. Broken pelvis or something's being reported. Oh, so yeah, pretty significant significant injury. So hopefully mm. he's okay. Uh, but then the other one, Marley and Pickett. Do you guys see that? Um, yeah,
1: that's uh that's that's yeah, that's interesting, you know. Um I don't think uh yeah, AFL players shouldn't be getting involved with uh crime, well, like organized crime. That's that's yeah. that's really bad. Well, like I'm hoping it's not the case that he was involved.
0: Well, no, he was because he was um in the magistrates court uh on Monday. Mm. With 12, he's been released on bail, 12 yep. charges against him, mm. four counts of aggravated burglary, three counts of stealing and three counts of criminal damage.
1: Mm. So... Dude, what was he stealing? No idea. Uh, it was about three, I think it was $380,000 worth of items or, or money. I'm not exactly sure what, what you know, So apparently, yeah, he
0: intends on defending the charges. So yeah, mm. sorry, I shouldn't have said it was... Factual 100% But that's what he's been um,
1: <laughs> Dino with his fake news Is going crazy nah, today The
0: other one was real The Bergman <laughs> one This yeah. is Yeah sorry I've just got to choose my words A bit more carefully but, Yeah Yeah man. Um, yeah. like what the heck mate? This guy's yeah. already had A bit of a checkered history
1: He's been to jail Yeah mm. So it wouldn't be a surprise But apparently His brother or brother-in-law I'm not sure exactly which one Did plead guilty to the charges So the What? Taking the hit Maybe, maybe he's like you know what? Marleyan's got chance to he's got a chance to actually make some legitimate money playing footy. But he
2: would make legitimate money. Surely he's
1: on at least three hundred, four hundred k. You think so? You think so? so. After three, his rookie, three
0: is probably fair. Three fifty.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't think he has a huge contract because he did come into the system really late. Like he might have been what twenty eight when he debuted. He's thirty one now. He doesn't have that much years of footy to go. Mm. But regardless, like if you're a, I feel like if you're a footballer, you have a chance to make money outside of footy as well. Like you'd be given the right, you know, you know, but you'd be pushed in the right direction by you know the club and by financial advisors that he should be fine. He shouldn't be doing this sort of stuff. But anyway, hopefully, uh, hopefully the allegations aren't true, and we don't have someone in the AFL, uh, you know, doing that sort of stuff. But he's not going to play now, right?
0: This week, definitely not. Apparently, next week he's he might be back.
1: Yeah, that's the thing that I'm shocked with is that he's involved with that. And Richmond are like, hmm.
2: Richmond <laughs> like, need a win man I don't <laughs> know. It's, true. it's true it's like we need,
1: we need our best players blah
2: blah blah that's noise blah 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 just who play they, bro
0: so who are they playing hang on just want to see this uh, so the week after sorry is their bye so it'd be the week after that against the Lions at the Gabba there you go might want to steal a win perhaps <laughs> yeah oh. alright let's move on to the football <laughs> <laughs> so Thursday night footy was back Lads And the Swans fell short Against the Sanders. So two goal uh, Two goals two uh, Winners of that game So 14 point mm. Win so I don't know why I said that <laughs> In goals and <laughs> Um But yeah The Sanders got the job done Spoiled buddy's party 350 mm. Friend of the pod buddy Congrats 350 games Champion Forth, fourth of the game
2: time, Fourth all time Goal kicker now Buddy
1: <laughs> Crazy yeah, no, absolute legend again. But uh, I think it was—it's another key forward that's kind of stealing the show at the moment. It kicked, I think he kicked three goals. But Max King's come back with eleven goals in three games. Man, flowers to Max King, man hasn't missed a beat. Averaging, I think it's three point seven goals. That's that's elite. Yep. So no, I'm very had that written
0: there. down. So great. Uh, observations there, matter. Yeah, no, that's, I think it was. I think it was obvious. Like, it, has to, it had to get mentioned that
1: Max King is he's the difference maker for them. So if they're gonna make finals, if they're gonna actually make some noise in the finals, it's Max King, the bailout option down forward. Um, takes a contested mark. He's this year he has been a decent kick. That's been an issue for him in the past. That's true. If he stays consistent with that, then uh, they're they're a force. Yeah, we've only seen we've only seen the, the the little surface of what the Kings boys
2: are actually capable of. So. They're still young. In a couple of years' time, they're going to be dominating the competition. So, it's mm-hmm. actually it's pretty scary, to be honest.
0: Yeah. They did well, the Saints. Um, I just wrote here from one of my notes for Sydney, Swans suck. What's Go- the deal goal with this first quarter, man. <laughs> 13
2: <laughs> entries for zero goals.
0: But I just don't understand. Like, we can blame their injuries all you want. Their injuries have been to their defense. What is going on with their attack?
2: Do you know the last time they haven't scored a goal in the first quarter? Oh, when? 1997. Whoa. that's when I was born. that's wild and I'm 21 now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Something's wrong though like these guys were in the premiership final last year. It, like what on earth
2: it, it doesn't make sense, man, but like yeah, we'll talk about Carlton later, but it seems like the mentality side or something going on in the background can really affect the way that you play as a team i don't I don't know man they there's, there's such a talented football club. These guys actually can kick the ball as opposed to Carlton, and yet, you know they can't take advantage of the opportunities.
0: Yeah, look, Saints are a tough game, but I'm sorry when yeah you can't score anything in the first quarter, and then you're just scoring sixty odd points for the game. Something's not right.
1: Yeah, I was going to say like, I was having a look at their injury list and trying to find, trying to find some excuses for them. The guys who are out, so Callum Mills big out, Sam Reed, You know when he plays, he's you know important for their structure and Paddy McCartan and Logan McDonald so i, I can see why there would be issues now with them because key positions they really determine how good a team's going to be mm. you know a lot of the time if you have no good key positions then you know um, you know how how are you going to get it forward how are you going to defend the teams who do have good forwards so that that hurts but yeah but is that regardless. the difference
0: between making the grand final and being in the bottom 6 or whatever they are like it's no. bad
1: no, nah, not Sam Reid and Paddy McCartin. Yeah, it should have you know, been. Like, let's be let's be fair. Like, yeah, uh, I agree. Yeah. yeah, it's it's
2: hard to know what, what's really happened to them. But I will say that that pitch invader was probably the highlight of that game <laughs> because he invaded the pitch, did a whole loop, and actually got away. <laughs> <laughs> and the security guards, I must admit, weren't very impressive.
1: Uh, They're probably the worst performer of the night. I think the only one who probably could have caught him was Nick Blakey, but he was concussed <laughs> yeah, at the time. Right. So, you know, um, yeah, no, that, there's no other really Casey dudes. That was not a fun game to watch, but that was a highlight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Sign him up, Sydney. But uh. The, uh,
2: I think the big talking point, at least for me, the thing that got me angry, because I actually wasn't watching this game live, but I saw on Facebook something pop up, Dangerous Tackle whenever I say dangerous tackle, I tune in because I know it's not dangerous, let's be honest. <laughs> and I saw that and I actually tagged you guys in the Facebook post instantly saying, that's not dangerous. This is ridiculous. What is the AFL doing? And luckily, most of the AFL world agreed that the butler tackle on the lizard wasn't dangerous and he still got banned for one week. What is the
0: AFL doing, bro? It's a results business, George. Because he got mm. concussed, it's a week. So that's,
1: that, that's the thing. It's like, all right, if he misses a week because of concussion, you miss a week. Of the tackle, like but he but he didn't. He, he got back up and started playing the lizard. He Was played, oh, well, wasn't no, he? Subbed
0: he
2: off? No, no, he did. He played, he played at least for another 15 minutes, mate. Then he got subbed off. Mm. Uh, so he, like... he passed the concussion test if they even did one. Mm. But okay. this is the interesting part, right? Mm. He just got off, like which we expected him to do. But why did the AFL ban him in the first place? On when the Instagram like result came up, uh, banned for one week. The, there were AFL footballers that actually commented. And I don't really see this very often where mm. footballers will actually make a stand. So these are the players that commentated. They're saying in their disbelief that this was a tackle. Mitch Robinson, obviously, because that guy loves a tackle. <laughs> Luke Ryan. Lockie Hunter. McCreary. Hey, our boy. Our boy. <laughs> Zach Jones. Liam Stocker. Menajew. Menajew. Connor Menajew.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Connor Menajew. North Melbourne legend. Yeah, the legend. <laughs> Jude Bolton.
0: I forgot he played for North <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sam Reid.
2: Like what I'm saying is how often do you see like a list of like current, most of these players are current. Fo- football is going, bro, this is this is whack. Mm. Mm. That just shows the disconnect, man. AFL just,
1: I, I know you're trying to stop lawsuits,
2: but you're also trying to stop the game as well.
1: Yeah. Stop it. yeah. Man. Maybe it's because the lawsuits thing. They're scared of Gary Ablett Sr., Liam Picken. They're just like, those dudes have just, I know, you but know. But they don't, listen, they don't listen to the fans ever. AFL does not listen to the fans,
0: man. You know what I'm noticing as well is, Players either, A, are trying to use that sling motion to draw a free kick at times. Can't think of any specific incident, but I swear I'm noticing more players sort of rolling with the tackle, maybe to try and draw a free. And secondly, I'm noticing when there is an actual big collision, I think it was in the Hawthorne game, there was three players that sort of combined near one of the goalposts and it looked like a pretty uh, crazy collision midair. And they all just bobbed up straight away almost to say like don't test me for concussion like I'm fine because they know that if they get tested most of the time they're failing it um, and then they're subbed off or they can't participate yeah. so it's creating a lot of problems not just for suspensions but like players are either a trying to draw the free and maybe becoming more they
2: d- know how to adapt pretty quickly yeah
0: or they're just bobbing up and maybe they shouldn't maybe they actually need to just lie there for a second and get checked so
2: but there's literally a dangerous tackle ban every week yeah the whole year
0: it's crazy
1: like come on man We're that the pisses well.
0: me off. Yeah, it's not good for Supercoach either
1: no man <laughs> it's it's disgusting like, well, Merritt got off so that's good yeah no it's, that was huge not gonna <laughs> lie but from, speaking of Supercoach in my draft team Sicily out probably gonna be out because of suspension and then Blakey out for concussion it's just like I'm on both in ends bo- of this. I'm on <laughs> both ends, man. Suspension and
0: concussion. This is Can't catch a break. trash, man. Anyway. Uh, I did just want to mention as well. So there was a bit of an incident in the last quarter of this game uh, to do with the umpires. And you mm. know how much I hate umpires. And oh, also you. how yeah. much I hate them influencing goals.
1: Let's do it, Dana.
0: So Mitch Owens, yeah, gets a free kick. Uh, gets, marks the ball outside 50. Player man's the mark. And he's, again, same as last week, a step ahead of the stand where the umpire wanted him to be. Who was it? Can't remember. Anyway, but he was told to stand and then he was told move back a meter. So first he stands, then the umpire says move back and he doesn't hear him or maybe he's just too scared to move because he said stand. And then the umpire without warning, without an extra whistle blow, back a meter, I said this last week, he's given a 50. Criminal. And actually gave the Saints the lead at the time. There
2: there was two free kicks that gave him goals that gave him an advantage.
0: Ridiculous, man. So, yeah. anywhere else on the field, you hear them say, back a meter, back three meters. Yet, for some reason, when it's right on the 50 and it's going to lead to a goal, they're just not. Nah, one morning, that's it.
1: I
2: just want more scoring, maybe,
1: inside of <laughs> trading. You know, Maybe, right. maybe. The AFL has told the umpires, like, look, we want more scoring. How all these, all If
2: these... they had the, someone in the year, give them a goal. <laughs> <laughs> <That's true. laughs> it's fixed. It's, yes, sir.
0: You heard it here first. The I've, AFL's rigged. I've got Owens over 2.5 goals. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Uh,
1: it's it's Gillian McLaughlin on the, on the <laughs> rear. in the area. Oh,
0: <sighs> anyway, just something that annoyed me once again. But what's new, right? Between the suspensions and these dubious calls, it yeah. just seems like there's always dubious some calls, dubious food. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My exact <laughs> uh, thoughts. Zelda reference there, but okay. Yep. I think we've spoken enough about Saints and Swans. How about the next game, which was a pretty decent one. Port ten wins in a row against you, the Dogs.
2: You, you asked, could they do ten in a row?
1: they know,
0: can, we, they we, can. F- we doubted
1: them we they tipped, tipped against them I know we did me and, so, and that's, that's, uh, that's uh, we'll take Arenas I, I, I tipped us. Port bro you did it yeah, was me and Matt uh, so, nah. you 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 got can take the, the flowers there on that one Georgie that's right man we're, we're, a, team, we're a team here we, we failed this tip nah.
2: yeah we did man. but, but anyway. honestly you guys really need to think about what you've done uh,
1: look uh, I cried that night oh, uh, did I was really upset uh, nah you do realize that Zach Butters plays for Port right I forget that sometimes. Yeah, don't like, forget it, man. Because like sometimes, like I'll, I'll go to sleep in I'll dream. I like, I see him in a North Melbourne jumper. And it's, <laughs> I, I did it as well. In a car well. man. He would be perfect for you guys, man. Because he could play a bit of wing, play a bit of half forward, but then he can play in the guts when you guys need it. When grip is just not doing the job, he's not. He's not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh.
2: the, this kid's insane. Another ten coaches votes. Mm. He's he's I think ten clear on the next on day course for the coaches vote. Whoa, wow. he's he by far the best player in the comp at the moment. There's no there's no you can't say that he isn't. Do mm. we put
0: an AFL Enjoyers bet on the Brownlow for Zach Butters?
2: I think we should, man. We'll say, it know. doesn't look like he's slowing down. Yeah. The only thing that stops him from really, really contesting this is is
0: dangerous tackle <laughs> <laughs> or injury. <laughs> Could you imagine if someone like him or Dacor or whoever doesn't win the Brownlow because of a Weird call like because of a
2: one-week dangerous tackle. There was, yeah. That wasn't, yeah. I bet you. I, I bet you though. Yeah, we know that Brownlow favorites are exempt
1: from these kind of things. I was going to say. So here's the Brownlow odds: three dollars Nick Dacos, five dollars Zach Butters. That's it's not even like a, a like a smoky. They're
2: no, no it's not. No, he's leading the
1: coaches, but he's been good. Butters has been exceptional for
2: ten weeks.
0: Mm. Who would have thought? Start of the year, Dakos and Butters would be Brownlow favorites.
2: It's changing the guard, man. It's actually quite exciting. Yeah. I like seeing the new players come in. I don't want to see the same old heads at the top, Oliver and Bont and Cripps. Mm. Move over, mate.
0: Yeah. Very true. Well, look, Ports won their 10th in a row, like we mentioned. And they're tied for first now with the Pies. Down 18%. So, still a ways to go on if they finish on the same points. That's that's a pretty big percentage gap. But mm. It's it's still second as a home final. so And that might just be enough of them, you know, because mm. the way they're going.
2: But they can also, they've proven that they can play at other grounds. Mm. Well, there's some teams like Brisbane's the most notable one that fails outside of the Gabba. The yep. Crows can't play outside out of the oval,
1: but Port they can travel. So mm. when well, you've won ten in a row, you're gonna there's yeah. going to be a couple of travel that's right
0: travels. That's that right. So
2: pretty pretty dangerous team, man.
0: Yeah. What do we make of the Dogs? I mean, they were in the game for the most part. Port really just sort of put the foot down right towards the end there. But I don't know. For me, they're. We know their strengths. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen Bevo is getting a lot of criticism about his positioning of players, his chess pieces. Like now, more than ever, it seems like it's really costing them.
2: But he's been like that for ages. Like yeah. he's always been the type of player that will move, you know, plays in and out and try tricky things and not play their best plays in the positions. Every every supporter knows that that player belongs there. Yeah,
1: but he doesn't do it, and yeah. Yeah, it, it's know. it's been referred to as the the Bevo salad <laughs> by another <laughs> podcast. Um. Yeah, and it's it's frustrating for supporters, man. Like Bont is finally playing in the guts, and look what he's Full doing. Time. I know he's gone. He's he's Brownlow favourite. You know, he's up there anyway. Um. Yeah. Nah, it's it's the, frustrating. See, the him, other thing. No, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say all this. Trelaw is finally playing in the guts yeah. now as well because he's been playing a lot of wing forward. It's McRae's playing more wing forward, and he's actually doing well. He's actually, yeah. it's, he's suiting the position, so that's kind of worked out. Bont. It affects
2: someone like a Bailey Smith. Because I know that we mm. kind of see him as a winger, but I think his best position is in the guts. They actually just have a lot of players that are in the guts. Players. I wonder whether a strategy for them would be to sell one of those players off and I don't know, mm. find
1: somewhere else where they could, you know, get another player. I think Bailey Smith's market would be huge. Like that's that's a top ten pick, hundred percent, and is maybe it and maybe and maybe another one, maybe a top ten and another first round. And then a second goes back the other way. Yeah. That's that's just off the top of my head. Mm. The sort of value. Well, he a has. team that needs an inside mid burst midfielder,
2: mm. throw him right in there. He, he's getting thirty possessions and kicking a goal most mm. weeks.
0: Can I give a bit of a hot take right now? Maybe of unpopular. Course. Maybe you'll actually agree. I think Aaron Norton is incredibly overrated. Thoughts? I, I think
2: he. People rate him so highly. That's mm. the thing. Yes, he's not delivering. No, he's not. He's not delivering. And I wouldn't rate him as highly as the King Brothers or Charlie Kerno, But I still think that he's going to become a pretty decent footballer. Still young in his career.
0: Fair enough. I think it is. he's a victim of all the hype because huge game in the balance. He had two goals, six disposals overall. He's, that's no impact. But
2: I think one of the issues with the Dogs is their midfielders get so much ball. Like every mm-hmm. week, Trelaw 30, 30, Bont 30, Libra 30, McRae 30. One of their halfbacks, like Bailey Williams at the moment, is getting a lot of the ball. Like Caleb Daniel gets some like – they, they just get so much ball. But the getting ball doesn't lead necessarily to, to victory. We've seen it mm. with all the teams. We saw it with free at the start of the year. They get all the ball. Unless it's effective disposals, like at, like Port Adelaide cuts right through the middle. Like, they, they they had weight like 100 less possessions than the dogs, and they won. Mm. So – I think that their mid-forward connection is a bit of a problem like some other teams as well. So I don't know whether they're giving the astronaut the best chances. There could be something in in that. I just noticed that like when the dogs get so much more ball, smash them in the clearances and Port still win, there's something wrong there.
0: Fair enough. Yeah, look, usually the forwards, well said, it's said. well said, Yeah, I think usually forwards are sort of victims of the rest of the team's ball movement like yeah, you said. Right. So. And like
2: where's he getting his shots at goal as well? Hmm. Like, if you're getting fast movement, you know, maybe he takes a mark 15 metres out right in front. Or if if it's all congested, he might have to go all the way to the boundary to take a mark to get, you know, a separation from his opponent. Then he's going to miss. So, Mm. there's a lot of those factors that come into it as well. Um, But with such a talented midfield that gets so much of the ball, I I don't know, surely they should be giving their their Mm. forward. Their forward should be starring.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And he just, yeah, seems like he hasn't in a while, so… No, you're probably right there. Maybe I'm being a bit too harsh, but he just hasn't caught my eye this year at all. And even last year, I don't know.
1: Well look, I think he he fits the definition of overrated. Yeah. I think, you know, because people see him as like, oh, he's one of the best key forwards in the game. But he's not. No. He's not. He's not even close, mate. Yeah, no. Nah. You got players like Oscar Allen that have come out and, and playing well yeah. for a bad team. He's 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 better. See, that's what like, I'm saying. Like another again, like for North, we're a bottom four team. Larky's better than him as well like with the goals that he scored. even like,
0: yeah. again just the point towards how some bad teams can have good forwards like Mitch Lewis he's yeah. amazing yeah. yeah so there's just a couple that I think are better than him as well so mm. anyway we'll see how he goes I think he's, he's definitely a very interesting prospect like athletically great mark so um
1: Dino's rocket, you know, hopefully. Yeah, it's a uh, mini rocket. A little mini. I think it was a big rocket. Freaking really? We
0: went in on him a little bit. Watch him why. kick. A rocket bag. for the astronaut. That's <laughs> <terrifying>. <laughs> fitting. Very fitting. There you go. Yeah, he'll probably prove me wrong like everyone else that I shit on just ends up playing well. So, that's yeah, okay. True. Good, good on him. Who, true. Who, yeah, who do, pay do pay do on
1: us, pay, pay us. the shit on your team, you know. That's, that's it. it.
0: That's it's it. A, it's a thing. <laughs> Two good boys. Um, how about the next game though? The Hawks, in the end, convincing winners over the Lions. What a win that was. These guys here, are bottom four v top four, and just made the lines look silly. I watched the full game, sitting right on this couch in this position, and I'll tell you what, these guys Hawthorne just slapped them up the whole game. You just were waiting for Brisbane to turn it on, never came.
2: Yeah, pretty pretty interesting stuff. I don't know, they uh, they just destroyed them in the inside fifties as well. Like they just they had all their all their ball. Their transition game was on point, and it's kind of been coined like the handball game. And what's really interesting is, like, they are moving the ball with the forward handball, which can, you know, get the overlap going and break zones. But Sicily said after in the interviews, like, yeah, I don't really know where this handball game kind of came from. We didn't really practice it, but it's just kind of happening. Which, that's kind of weird, though, because I think of Sam Mitchell as, like, this really masterful tactician. But they're just kind of just playing off instinct.
1: But there you go. Players know how to play football if you allow them to play an instinctual game as well. Mm. So. Well, look, if they've been playing footy for like 10, 15 years because they're playing from like, you know, when they're little kids, you're going to pick up a couple of things. That's so right. You know, sometimes you've just got to back in, back in their skills and their instincts and that that worked in this game. It, it seems to just be attack at all costs.
2: Like, mm-hmm. your, your job is just attack which actually seems to be the modern game. And, you know, Collingwood does that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, last year when Collingwood were doing that, we're like, oh, how, how can they keep it up? Surely teams can stop it. Well, Collingwood are the best team this year. And the Hawks are playing that exact kind of game style. And they're doing it with really young kids. So if the rest of the competition is starting to catch on, that maybe that's the way to, to go forward. And we don't know whether that is going to end up being the game for the next couple of years. But let's say that's a modern game. The Hawks are ahead of rebuild of other teams yeah. playing that way. And they're obviously drafting for that strategy. And I, I, it's no surprise that they're starting to play. We, we've talked about how they play good halves, really dominant, high scoring. When they get the game going their way, one of the best teams in the comp can't stop it, yeah, so it, it is interesting the, the The Mitchell as a coach is an inter- interesting one because I saw an interview of him saying that the way he wants to coach is like he wants to s- he wants to see what the game is going to be like in the next couple of years and then get started on that game plan early, mm. so he is probably like the one of the sh- strategic type coaches. That if he gets it right, his team is going to be successful again like it was. So interesting to see.
1: I think with Sam Mitchell, being that he's a club legend and it is a noticeably inexperienced list, he has the license to just play with what he's got for a couple of years. Some coaches probably don't have that freedom to be like, oh, let's see what happens in the next couple of years and then I'll make my game plan. Someone like a Stewie Jew or maybe Kingsley, those type of dudes, they don't have time to sit around. They have to go and... Um, get results for their teams so it's good that um fortunate for Sam that he's got that situation happening and he can um, play the long game yeah that's true
2: but it is interesting to hear him like you don't hear other coaches kind of say yeah well I think the game is going to be like this in the next couple of years so but if it is like that and he's already predicted that Hawks in two years time are going to be a dominant force again mm. and that's that's just a super if that happens they're an incredible club man
0: yeah I think it's interesting as well with the whole young players letting them play freely because ultimately when you're a young player, in my opinion, and I've seen the opposite with North trying to overcoach, I think David Noble was criticized often for having like too detailed of the game plan and the players were getting confused and, and all this stuff. So for a young team, just play on instinct, play positive football. But what and happened? you'll develop and then the game will slow down and you can actually apply some tactics when you're a bit smarter and the game's yeah, slowed down a little bit and, and you feel a bit more in control. What happens
2: um. after a coach gets sacked and then the next week the team comes out and wins? And yeah. it always happens. Exactly. Because they, they they like just go out and play boys. Mm. You know? This week just go out and play, have fun. And they just dominate. Yeah. Because footballers, as you say, have been playing it their whole life. They know how to kick, they know how to do what they need to do. The structures in place, if they don't suit or they're not taught properly, obviously impact the way that they play. I don't know. Coaching is it yeah. seems to be everything. It has to be.
0: And even just little things like Players know as well what's easy to defend. And what's easy to defend is a long bomb down the wing and you've set up and you can intercept it and outnumber. What's hard to defend is actually running plays running at you in waves, handball chains. So, you know, giving them the license to actually do that. And the Lions could not handle it. Like, just to go back on how bad the Lions were, I think they were expecting an easier game and Hawthorne has proven that they can play good quarters and good halves against any team, really. Um, But the Lions, mate, they were just making the silliest errors at one point. I was just thinking like, who is this team? Am I watching like the Eagles or North or something like kicks 15 meters away from a target, hitting the floor before it hits the target, like missed handballs. It's under too much pressure. Atrocious, mate. Um, So fair play to the Hawks. The Lions, look, this excuse of not being a great team away from home is not going to get them far.
2: No. You know they've lost their last four against the Hawks? That's crazy. A yeah. bit of a, bit oh, of a bogey I, team for some reason.
1: Yeah. I guess, I'm just thinking Fagan, he's involved with the Hawks, but that should help, if anything. I know. So, I don't, I don't know. I, look, could it be that they're sloppy after, you know, a buy round and they just haven't really bounced back? They're meant
2: to I be a know. professional
1: team, man. They're
2: no, meant to I be agree. at the best of their game. You can't give them that excuse. And I what's agree.
0: interesting is they beat the Pies, at the Lions, who George has correctly said, at times Hawthorne can have that ballistic football which is similar to how the Pies go about it. So they've proven they can beat in teams that play with that chaotic nature before. So for me, zero excuses. They were so bad. Hmm. Uh, but take nothing away from the Hawks, who yeah, have not lost any admirers this year with some of their losses.
2: Remember, again, I've said it before, remember in the first couple of rounds where people were saying, like, Sam Mitchell will even win a game this year. The <laughs> Hawks... The, their draft strategy to get rid of Tom Mitchell and stuff I'm like bro, get staff, man. <laughs> now you got Kane going, bro. I love Sam, Sam Mitchell. Give him an ex, extended contract. <laughs> just no accountability. Just flip. I mean, watch what just you say like, about my mate Kane? Say him. whatever you want. Oh. It doesn't matter. No, only the the two brain cells of everyone watching that show can't pick up on the fact <laughs> that you change your mind every two seconds. Oh
0: man, very true. Well, how about the next game? So this one here, it's interesting to talk about. Not because the game itself was interesting, but the Crows absolutely just destroyed the Eagles. How
2: much was it in the end? Like
0: 120? Something like that, mate. 130? But the big talking point is big Tex. Texas himself, 200 super coach points.
2: Congratulations, mate. That first one
0: of the year. First one of 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 the year. year. In his milestone game, 10 goals.
2: A great 10th goal as well. Two goals on his left foot.
0: Yes. Mm. I think everyone was thinking after he kicked a few in the first quarter like oh this is actually on. And <laughs> then it just seven never stopped to halftime mate. Yeah. It it's just insane. never it never ended. He got it in the end in the last quarter. It was pretty fairy tale stuff from an Adelaide point of view. Yeah. Um Eagles are just along for the ride I guess.
2: So they've had they've <laughs> yeah. had 9 goals kicked on them from Kurnow, 10 goals from Taylor Walker.
1: There's got to be another one in there the say, Who's going to do 11? Yeah, who's doing eleven? Yeah. We're gonna, have, we're we're gonna have to look at their. accounting. Oh, I'll, I'll have a little quick look at their fixture, All right. and let you guys
2: uh, right. let the, you guys be the judge. You're right. The, the game had no value. It was just like whether your plays, whether you had the plays in Supercoach, whether, <laughs> whether text walk, whether text walker was going to kick like twenty goals. I was just watching led and and watching him rack up the
1: possessions, yeah. which was quite fun. All right. So after their buy, there's Sydney Swans. Then they, buddy, um, mate, Buddy, He's going buddy for third 11, all time. <laughs> Thirteen. <laughs> um, actually, look. The next one, it's out up the Stadium, but St. Kilda, Max King. Who are they going to have to stop him? How much is he?
2: He wouldn't have kicked more than six or seven in his time.
1: I would think so. I think because like, he's still young. Like, yeah. he would have, seven would be the absolute max. Yeah. I reckon he's had a few bags. But bag is five. So, yeah, no, nah, These days are bags. Are they playing
0: fair. the Bombers anytime soon because I think 2 meter Peter would yeah. be a good shot because he, yeah. he takes his opportunities he as does. well
1: uh, Joe Danaher the next game Brisbane No, nah, not Danaher
0: nah, uh, Danaher I can can't rule it out even Cameron could kick 10 yeah look
1: I, I would say Cameron is more likely actually that's mm. crazy yeah uh, Eagles have the, so Richmond the next game Jack Rewalt might wind back the clock Curnow again Oh, oh, so Charlie! Round again around 19. Hey, that that will be our that will be our next win. <laughs> that, the <West> one. <laughs> uh, Nick Larkey the next week, so he might kick a bag and make hopefully get the Coleman, and I can you know get that a hundred bucks from my bet. Um, <laughs> did, did you bet a hundred bucks on Lucky? No, nah, no, it was five bucks, but oh, it was like a hundred bucks return. That would um, be in, insane
2: if he wins. Yeah, I it don't think he will.
1: Look, I don't think so either. But like when I saw that the odds, you know, would it would net me a hundred bucks for a five dollar little. Little mic. What a return. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How could you, it's a bargain, man. Bar- I've won already.
0: $5 for us of lucky is a good deal anyway, man.
1: Absolutely, man. I'll be doing a We'll be doing a few of those. Can uh, you cash out early? Huh?
0: Can you cash out early on the bet?
1: Um, pff, I doubt there's a cash out right now. Why would you want to? No, no. Man, I've, got, I've got full
0: faith. Um, I've got full faith. Can I just say, though, just on this whole tech situation, I must have been going crazy because in the last quarter, Ruben Jinby and Oscar Allen at separate times were – marking Tex Walker when he's going for his 10th goal. I need to like, re-watch the last quarter to I, see if I was seeing the right thing here. That is nuts.
2: Well, Yo played on him as well.
0: What is going on?
2: They, they don't have no, anyone. No, no. no but that's
0: not <laughs> the answer, George. You can't... When the guy's going to get 10 goals, you don't put a rookie midfielder on him. Yeah, that makes that's no a sense. Tr- you might have... Jack Darling would have made a bit of sense. At least someone big and physical. Yeah. Like, nah. what on earth... That sp- alone, like, forget their record. Adam Simpson, mate, <laughs> he's gonna. We it. haven't been Bro, on your back.
2: He, he had the bet on the ten goals. We as actually
0: well. feels a bit sorry for Adam Simpson. We haven't said anything bad about him all year because he's been dealt a really bad hand. But like, mate, this I'm saying it now, suckable. What is that? How yeah. could you put Ruben Jinby on Taylor Walker yeah. and Oscar Allen? Who's your key forward? But was, See, Oscar Allen B- playing?
1: No, nah, no was McGovern, no McGovern, hand. no. Come it on doesn't bro.
0: matter. Ruben Jinbi?
1: No, nah, Ruben Jinbi's. That's ridiculous. Anyone
0: else? Uh, uh, Oscar but, Allen? Okay, you can but, defend. Yeah, uh, but, I can
1: defend that one for sure. But but
0: who else is there? Not Ruben Jinbi. <laughs>
1: not <laughs> he, your... he should be given like all the midfield time, like that he wants. Know, not a tenth that's game
0: all. exactly. How is that developing him for the future? Your tenth game, mm. top ten pick. It's Jinbi, man. He could handle it. He can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> just tackling it. I'm sorry, that just made me. Lose it When I saw it. Yeah, you four. know who's
2: actually Like a positive BJ Williams is actually Becoming a decent footballer Who'd have
0: thought <laughs> like, He's <laughs> actually he's, he's actually Like quite good Is he the one that Matzo always calls The yeah, child, the, in child.
2: In the, the
1: child mate. Yeah the, the
2: child but he
0: might
1: be the child Of the prophecy Or something like that instead he I don't know, He's playing man. good The child has become a man Yeah um, There you go Before yeah. our eyes Well, Nick the, Nats When's Nick Nat's gone bro He's not coming back uh, Yeah I think he's He's out for this season I, I think he's just Gotta pull the pin and you know, give the team their uh their salary cap back. Seriously, like it's it's sad to say, like he's is a champion of the game, but Well he never he never he never achieved what he could have achieved, Nick Nat. Mm. Look, we had some good times with Nick Nat, didn't he? He won a premiership. Did he win two? No, he didn't it was in he wasn't in the premiership. No way. Nick Nat. Nick Nat missed in twenty eighteen. But didn't he win one with like back in the day?
2: Or with Judd.
1: Yeah, with Judd.
0: No, didn't they win another one? No, I, I don't no, know. Maybe, maybe lost, hasn't. They lost the Hawthorne. That's the one you're thinking. He was in that one where they no, lost
2: to the Hawks. No, because Gaff missed the twenty eighteen and Nick Nat and there was another one. There was number five
1: or the half back that missed as well. Can't remember. Mm, oh. Shepard. Shepard Oh, did he miss right. that sucks? It was a good player, That's man. That's a good yeah. memory,
0: George,
2: dude.
1: Yeah, that is, that is a really good memory. I actually I liked them. Um,
2: those oh, I think I those were the big names that, that missed. Lyset got the got the uh flag, didn't he? Or Vardy. Something like that. I so think Randos. it was
1: Vardy. It might have been Vardy. Um, yeah,
0: Vardy was in actually. You're right.
1: Yeah, you're right. No, he hasn't, he hasn't won a premiership, man. Yeah, it's just a yeah, three-time All-Australian, two-time John Warsfold medal. Three-time All-Australian though is still pretty good. Back when he's only played
2: three times.
0: Yeah. Back when it was Pritis, mm-hmm. Nick Nutt, a good gaff, good Shoey. That was a really good midfield.
2: They were yeah. quite a royal team. Like they just like pretty special. I mean, they won a flag. Like they did what they needed to do, man. Mm-hmm. But rebuild, please.
0: Yeah. And stop putting young midfielders on Tex Walker when he's about to kick 10. Yep. Um, Cool. So, the next game was Frio v. the Tigers. We all tip Frio, rightfully so. The Tigers have just come up with a great win here.
2: They're they're Mm. fighting hard for their season. Mm. And, you know, two in a row,
0: good on them. It's um, Mm. one of those ones where momentum can do a lot of things in a football game. Like, Tigers had a slow start and then just put the foot down, got a few goals and then all of a sudden Freo just couldn't get back in the game.
2: Well, the Tigers played really, really well yeah. and they're really strong like from a defense perspective as well. A lot of uh, intercept marks, their transition from the back line was good. They were tough. Uh, Taranto has been starring and he you know, he kicked his little soccer goal as well um, and Shea Bolton is, you know, he he was an All-Australian last year so he's not exactly like come out of nowhere but he's he's having another really strong season as well so... Mm. Hmm. You're Good on the Tigers for
1: for you know not not laying down. I think it's at least for them because Taranto and Bolton are relatively young players because they do have a um, their draft capital is pretty like low in the next couple of years because of the trades that they made for Taranto and Hopper. But at least the they've got a few good young players that you know they'll have for another five six years and play good footy. Um, now it's just hoping that guys like uh, uh, what's what's the he hasn't played in a while. Yeah. You know, young guys like that, Samson Ryan, they just need to, you know, get some consistent footy and, you know, um, be the the key position pillars of the future. Um, yeah, they've had a rough rough time over it this year without Tom Lynch as well. So, yeah, credit to him for they needed t- Tom a Lynch is a really important player. Though. You can't you can't replace him. Not with
2: well being old.
0: Do you guys give them a slight chance for the eight? They're six points out of it.
2: I give them a chance. Yeah. Just because they're a mature team and you know, they've done it before. There's still a nucleus there that is still like Dustin Martin's still there. Cochran's still there, still have that leadership. Um, Broad still there, they've still got the firepower. Tom Lynch will be back at the end of the year. So if they are close, then at least come finals time they could do some damage. A lot of competition around, but uh, you know, they're the type of team that can come clutch. Yeah. she one
1: player Who's kicked four, yeah. right? Jai Amos. Really come mm-hmm. really come into his own. Yeah. At what stage is he a rising star favorite? He's kicked 23 goals. That's a very good point. Is he illegible? Um, yeah. Yeah. He, he won. He got the nomination last week or the week before.
0: It's one of those ones. If he was playing in Victoria, you Probably best be, bet the media will be all over it, right? Absolutely, man. Like,
1: the the Tide boy himself, man, he's he's doing really good, man. Imagine
0: I, if he got some sleep, man.
1: If he got some sleep, and, you know, like me, <laughs> you know, if we both got sleep, we'd be on fire, man. Like <laughs> I, I'd be an actual AFL footballer. He'd be the goat. You know? <laughs> He'd be the goat. <laughs> Fair um, enough.
2: Man. But who wins Rising Star, though? It's obviously Sheezel.
1: But Machito Owens exists as well. I know, but... yeah, Machito's... Nah, like, and Ashcroft is a gun. I, I want Sheezel to win It's it. going to be the like, hardest year so far, man. Yeah, these are like seriously four like actually I reckon let's say three right so Sheezle Machito and Ashcroft they're genuine stars of the game already mm-hmm. and then Jai Amos they seem to like giving it to the forward as yeah. you would know yeah. um, Jesse Hogan back in the day they like to give you know the awards the key forwards I think so, Mitch Owens is the biggest
2: threat to Sheezle yeah
1: surely Sheezle has to win it man if he plays like this for the rest of the year mm. He's he's probably gonna break Dacos' record for disposals, so
0: well he might. Well depending on where he plays. Be interesting how it goes, but it's pretty exciting for the comp. You have got all these guys in different positions, playing really well. Like was a bit of a X Factor all over the ground, Ashcroft in the middle, Amos mm. up forward. It's good stuff. Players are just
2: accelerating. I think we said it last week. They're just accelerating their progression. Like they just become really solid contributors to a team like instantly. They're really high talents. Crazy.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably that's probably what clubs are looking for as well. It's just like okay, we like, I think short term is in the plans for all clubs because they just want to show that they can do something. And the board members and the the list managers they want to sh- they want to keep their jobs. Let's be fair. Mm-hmm. So they're thinking, oh, I need a guy who can come in and actually provide for the team. And um, those players get rewarded. And um, yeah, those those young guys they're getting their they're getting their flowers. Yeah. Well, you know, from us, from the media, That's it, man. from their teams, from their coaches, from their families even, fam. Everyone. Like from God. From God. <laughs> hey, man, everyone, man. What, what do you guys – you just
2: talked about youth. What did you guys think about the old man himself, Fifi? Uh, Fifi, man. Coming hey, back into the midfield.
0: Nathaniel the Nathaniel. Yeah. Um, he
2: played a good second half. Got him back in it. It's
0: good to see him back out there, With obviously. Walters
2: coming in as well from yeah. the sub and impacting.
0: He's a champion of the game. I just wonder what Frio can do to get the most out of him now. Because their young midfield is very good, their forward line is developing, and he's not really like great kicker goal or anything. You wouldn't put him down back. So it's sort nah. of like, I don't know. Is it sort of like a Cunnington thing with North, where he's he's definitely not as declined as Cunnington, but we don't want Cunnington really in the guts anymore. Does Frio want Fife in there? I don't know.
1: I don't. I imagine they don't.
0: Maybe not. Because mm, the thing is, they
1: even they recruited Jago Amira, who didn't play. Mm. Excuse me, on the weekend as well, and then Matt Johnson's come in and been a really you know solid contributor, and he needs to play because he's talented. Oh, he's, he's so clean. He's really
0: good. Dude. He's so clean. I don't know Matty how, Johnson. How,
1: Do you know when he went in the draft? He would have been high. He would. I think he was in the top twenty-five. Like he might have picked twenty or twenty-one.
0: First pick of night two. So yeah. Twenty twenty-one because there was a few bids. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that was yeah. So not last, not this recent draft, but the one before, mm. and that was a good draft for them. That was Jay Amos, Matt Johnson and another Western Australian boy. I can't remember who it was, oh. but it was, it was th- three.
0: I forgot three, his name. but yeah. yeah,
1: but it was a good draft for Fremantle, like three local boys yes. in the top 20 picks, and they're all highly touted mm. players as well. So That's
0: a good mm. question though. I, yeah, like, I, like you, I actually think they don't want him in the guts full time, but how do you get the most out of him when he's not in there? I guess we'll see.
1: Yeah, and I think he's re-signed a couple of years as well, mm. and he had apparently he had offers from other clubs, so obviously they still value him. Maybe they just didn't want to see him go because it's like mm. it would disappoint the fans. Like maybe, but they they would they would be in the best position to know
2: whether he can actually impact the team still. Because the guys had like six hundred surgeries. Mm. Mm. Uh, can he actually play his best football again?
0: Not his best. No, well, no not way. his
2: best, but like you know, good football. Mm. Like someone like Travis Boak, like he's anxious but he still can contribute. Mm. Uh, this year, not as much, but. How long can Fife go on? Because you really want him to come back in. Now Now if they've gone, all right, the forward experiment doesn't work. We're going to play him um, low minutes midfield and then maybe just resting forward. If he starts to really contribute in the midfield, then you've got to play him there. There's no other spot. Mm-hmm.
1: Otherwise, just drop him and make part ways. Mm-hmm. Well, there's players that are old that can still contribute. Like even Paddy Dangerfield. This year, even though he's been out for a while, his first eight rounds were yeah. just were But he doesn't have the injury history that Fife has, though. Yeah, true, true. And
2: Dangerfield that. still, for some reason, has pace. Not like but he used to, but he still burst. has it. At he's least, got burst, yeah. yeah. I don't know if he's got like the... Actually, no, he's, he's, he's still quick. He's still quick, he's man. Still
1: quick. But Fife isn't... Well, Fife's never been quick, but... Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. When we were watching the game, there was one moment where he did look quick, and then I realised, okay, he just ran around Nank. So it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to give him the credit just yet. Everything's but, relative. Oh, yeah, exactly, exactly.
0: Poor old Nank. Uh, okay, so Sunday's games, we have North falling short to the Giants. We went a unanimous North. I was very excited. I actually yeah. went into the game just cool as you like. I thought, you know what? We're going to be competitive and we might actually win this one. And Matza was watching with me over here and we were competitive for the first half. It was really fun to watch. I was jumping out of my seat for a few of those Taran Thomas goals and <laughs> some good memories. But ultimately, in the third quarter, we just fell very, very flat. And then, yeah, the Giants...
2: Ran out of steam, but yeah. look, I, I'm a neutral or I semi-neutral, right, mm-hmm. for North, but yeah, very exciting. I think you, you know, you guys. I was typing to you guys, like, you know, how different a team can look when the youth is playing well, mm-hmm. and suddenly you look at your list, and you're like, oh, he's, oh, he's, a oh, talent. Oh, oh, you know, you start feeling good about mm-hmm. about the way that the team is playing. All right, fine, they, you know, fell out of legs
1: at the end against a mature midfield. Fine,
2: it's mm-hmm. no problem, man. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, honestly, I feel similarly. Let's like, you look at the list and you go through. Like, Phillips has had a little resurgence the last month. Wardlaw's you know, rising star nom. He's incredible. The whole league he's is frothing
0: over him, not just us. Like, I know. Everyone's I know. in love with this kid. Yeah. I think, you know what it is? It's
1: just the... the He plays with... The, like um, Eddie Ford, he plays with Moxie. <laughs> George Wardlaw also plays with Moxie. And he has that agility. You can see the strength on the guy. Like, his legs look huge. And he's what? 18 or something?
2: And, like, he, and he, ta- he like he takes on the play. He's not he's not afraid to hold on to it for like a second
1: longer. Do the loop around, get it out. I mean, mm. Now I understand why. Why Cal was it Cal Toomey Yes. During the draft process, he said this kid. If he didn't have injuries, he would have been. Rivaling Ashcroft, if not number one. He like, actually
0: you know. had Wardlaw first all year until the very end and simply just because of the mountain of games Ashcroft played compared to Wardlaw. Mm. He, he sort of had to move him. Yeah, I
1: think. Did you say Warlord? Well, I whatever might, I said. I might, that, you might have snuck in a Warlord.
0: Um, I hope you did. He's the Warlord. He, he is. Yeah, so Cowell obviously is very respected in the draft uh, draft space, but yeah, man, this kid, he physically I think he's going to be – just by looking at him, the most impressive midfielder in the next... Give him three years. I think you'll look at him and just be scared, honestly. He's an absolute animal. Um, But I agree with Look, Ultimately, North, we're at that phase now where we're actually competitive for a quarter or a half, maybe even three quarters. And I'll take that compared to where we've been.
1: Yeah. Um, Moving on to GWS a little bit, right? I have a little theory behind Harry Himmelberg playing defense, right? Go for it. It came out at a similar time... That he was planning to re sign. Yeah. And my guess is he's gone to the club and been like, look, my value to this team is not as a forward. We just, we drafted Cadman. We have um, uh, Riccardi, who's playing some decent footy. And Hogan, another, was it? Hogan. Uh, Hogan as well, playing decent footy. My value is in the defence. Play me there and I will re sign. And he's I, coming. I 100%.
2: Agree with that. There's, yeah, it, it was pretty clear because then they start saying, "Yeah, we we'll just try him back in the
1: defense," and we're really excited about seeing him play there for the rest of the year. Yeah, and now it's but like that's a very big statement, you know. That- yeah, I think he's come out and been like, "Look, Richmond have probably sent me an offer. Carlton's probably sent me an offer. Probably. All these teams who need defenders are sending me offers. Play me defense, otherwise, yeah." So, but no, he had a pretty decent performance. Like he's, um, he's uh, what's it called? Readjusted pretty quickly to his defender role.
0: um, Yeah, they're... Uh, he's physically so impressive. Like, yes. we've seen him take some great marks this year already. Mm. And now you put him behind the ball where he can read it every time. He's a good kick. Jump over, guys. Mm. He's a great kick for a big man. Yeah, I was going
1: to um, say, speaking of big man, man, they're... Kieran Briggs. Is he yes. Is he not the most in-form man, he, in the comp? Uh, look, we all love Goldie, superstar Goldie. He's mm. destroyed Goldie, man. Man, he's he just so big. Him. He's just... Like you look at him, it's like, man, like that's a tall bloke, and he's just it's like Darcy he's Darcy-like. quite mobile as well. I think he's way more mobile than
2: Sean Darcy though.
1: Yeah, no, for sure. He's pinching sure. it out of the rock. He probably took it out of the rock in front of Goldie's face, like five times. Mm. And mm. he did this thing where he somehow managed to he manages to get a kick off even if it's off the ground, mm. or if he manages to quickly grab it and kick it so often, I'm like, mm. how does this dude have the coordination for that? You know? Yeah, no, it's um, he's quite impressive. Mm, I don't yeah. think
2: Matthew Flynn's getting into the team anytime soon. Or Bruce, yeah. man. Bruce is out for the season. Oh, F- oh well, there you go. He's
0: never been reliable for them. So this guy is proving himself week in, week out against great Ruckman. You keep him in. Absolutely. Uh, I did want to mention as well, actually, someone I'm going to give flowers to and it's not a North player. It's the first time I've done it all year that I've given flowers to someone that's just beaten my team. So this is a pretty big deal. Cal Brown for the yeah, who GWS Giants. This guy, Giants. This guy here, guy? he's Irish. He's listed on the AFL app as a key defender, 188 centimeters. He's been moved forward. Seemingly in a swap with Himmelberg almost. And last week I noticed him. I'm like, oh, this guy is very athletic. Great kick. Fast, huh? Bombs, he's fast. He's strong. He bombs the ball from outside 50 with ease. And then he plays north. And we didn't have the best matchup for him, to be honest. Luke McDonald. He's, so uh, it was a bit of whole, yeah, a bit of just random matchups. It wasn't great. But he was making clever runs. And I think that's where I'm most impressed, which is you can be physical. You can be athletic. All these things. But this guy is leading in a space. He's making the right moves. So I think, yeah, just a bit of respect to be shown for him.
1: No, I, I like that. It's a great shout because he can be the mismatch forward that, you know, causes so many teams problems. Like Jordan Dugowie was that type of player when he before he was playing in the guts. He was the guy who was, you know, do you put your third tall on him? Do you put someone smaller? Do you put your second tall on him in the defense? Like, how, how do you deal with this guy? He might be that with his athleticism and his burst. Um, Yeah, it definitely caught me by surprise because I don't know much about him. Yeah. But yeah, you know, watching him you caught the eye, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah I test passed with flying colours against us. And maybe that was because he came up against like to be honest, like McDonald's not a good defender. He's just he's just not. Unfortunately he's just and Aaron Hall forget about it. Mm. So but no. You know, you still you still gotta, you know, forget about it, you know. You still gotta <laughs> you still gotta come in and um, you know, um, do the job, you know, regardless you know, who your opponent is. What do you guys make of Hall? Because from, from the outside, it looks like he's playing good
0: football. Well, look, we – from the outside is what you would say, yeah. Oh, because right. he – look, he gets the, you know, he'll handball and get a receive and bomb it long and these things are fun to watch at times. But ultimately, he's playing in that 50-meter arc to be a defender. And so many of the time, he just can't bend down below his knees. He's getting out marked. Like, he, he's – He's past that, but unfortunately, we don't have anyone fit that can replace him. Like um, Josh Goder, who showed a bit of promise earlier in the year, he's injured. Um, guys like Flimper is just aren't good enough. Jackson Archer's not fit enough yet. Miles um, Bergman, when we get him, we'll replace him. True. Um, yeah. But ultimately, look, calls there for now. But mm. as soon as someone comes along that takes his spot, he's not getting it back.
1: Yeah. And see, the thing is, if we want to eventually move Sheasel forward, we need two like decent halfbacks to come in and fill that role. So, I think that and,
2: might be... Or oh, not a halfback, but he, nah. he needs to be replaced as well. So, there's yeah. a bit of work in the defence.
1: That's that's a big position of need now that I look about it. A halfback.
0: I think we've already got him. Like, jokes aside, Josh Goder, we drafted him pretty early a few years ago. Jackson Archer showed some promise when he played AFL level last year. And I'm not even joking. If we do get someone like Miles Bergman,
1: there you go. I think you need one or two. Like, Miles Myles Bergen, Bergman, and then, um, what's it called? A draft... A draft player, maybe? Potentially. Because yeah. like, I think you can never really have enough halfbacks because they can play the wing. Mm. They can play other roles. Like yeah, they, Silky and, ball and use they can, is de- needed everywhere. Depending Yeah, you're 100% right. But also depending on the type
2: of halfback, they can go into the midfield. Mm. So Jordan Dawson's done it. Laird has probably been the most successful one of it. Jack Sinclair's done it. Doherty tries to do it. Doesn't do it successfully. But <laughs> <tries to do laughs> it. they can they can actually go and play <laughs> midfield. So
0: mm. Fair enough. Well, speaking of Doherty... It's Carlton time, baby. Oh, can, we, can we not talk about the Blues <laughs> anymore, man? I'm over it. George, how again, mate, they can't score more than 60 <laughs> points in the 50s again. Mate, it's actually like,
2: I cannot believe what has happened to them. It's, it's, it's not funny, <laughs> but it's, I don't know what, actually, I don't know what it is, but they're bottom four. They're bottom four, bro. That's bad. The only teams <laughs> below them are Hawks North and West Coast every other team in the comp is above them and
0: we were saying this pre-pod if you played the Hawks this Friday night oh, we're, we're they trouble. would pump you but
2: put it this way we're up against Gold Coast
1: fresh off the buy I'm not confident are you guys confident yeah and it's see if it was in Gold Coast I would have no hesitations just to tip them but, but why why should we even have a hesitation not to tip them now Carlton has lost six in a row true true
0: spoiler alert for my tips later I'm tipping Gold Coast without hesitation this but team earns no them. respect yeah that mate
2: the fans were, uh, like, <laughs> abusing them, like, your like, oh. shit, oh, take off the jumper, take, off the, take jump. off the jumper, all of you, your <laughs> life is worthless, you know, <laughs> go like, back to your mama.
1: Like, not, not cool, but funny, though.
2: <laughs> no, no, that Look, was that was, that I'm was not, funny I'm video. not for that type of, tr- and the players are just walking awkwardly, That's it's a bit weird. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. the majority of fans aren't, like, uh, aren't physically abusing the players, but, you know, needs... Physically? Need. Oh, sorry. Arm <laughs> the They probably would if they could. <laughs> they just want some answers, man. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want some I don't know what's wrong.
0: Well, the thing is, as well, like, you look at the game six goals, 16 to 13, 8. So you've had more scoring shots. I know that's not the and Lenendorf, and you didn't deserve to win, even if you kicked more accurately. But that's but, bad. But 6 16.
2: My, the interesting thing about the Essendon game, I've been thinking about it a bit. Carlton won the ground ball gets in the first half. The contested possessions, the inside 50s, they won everything. The only thing they didn't do is kick goals. Mm. So the biggest issue with the Blues, and they, they they have been all right in terms of the inside 50s contested ball over the last um, four or five weeks, right? But they just can't kick goals for some reason. So I don't know. Like the connection is shocking. They turn the ball over. The, you know, they've just pop, pop it on top of the forwards' heads. The small forwards don't know what a crumb is. At all. Like they've never crumbed in their life ever. Mm. Our, our small forwards are <laughs> shocking. They've never had bread. They've never had bread. <laughs> I don't know what fermentation is. Like they, nah. they're just, <laughs> there's no like synergy and it was perfectly shown by when always and Kerner went for the same ball oh, and then both man. left it.
0: Like this is AFL football, bro. Can I just say for the record, always all day, that's yours, mate. He was in front. Jump and mark the ball.
2: It was interesting because Gary Lyon was like, Kerno, if you ever let him get in front of you again, you should be ashamed of yourself. Nah,
0: you can't control what your teammate does, mate. Like, but just take it, someone. Call,
2: yeah. maybe communicate. Use the English language. Yeah, hmm. There's and literally like one word. Mine. You, you could use mine. other languages and learn that word for mine um, or yeah. take well, spe- it or something.
0: Speaking of your small forwards as well, I mentioned this again off the pot. Jack Martin is 28 years old. Yeah. Is Firstly, one <laughs> that makes me feel old. Secondly, he was signed... As a good signing to top up your forward line, you had the keys in place. So
2: he's done nothing. So this is why I reckon, like, there's so you could dissect this Carlton thing for an hour, and I don't want we don't have an hour. But <laughs> let me try, like, there's is it coaching, right? We've been through three or four coaches, right? So maybe it's not coaching, or maybe it is. Is it the players? The players have been rebuilt from scratch mm-hmm. over seven, seven years. We thought we had a good list. And now I'm looking at the team and this is the first time I've kind of gone, well, if we sold Cripps for a number one draft pick and then we sold uh, Saad and then, you know, we got rid of Mackay to Sydney or some shit. And like I'm starting to think and then we we loaded up the draft and we got three picks. And Like the first time I'm thinking, get rid of all, I want them all gone. Every player I want gone except for Chera, Walsh, Kerno, and like Hollands and Kemp. Everyone else can go. And Uh, Kemp joins the list. Yeah, well, he's young and he hasn't been given a shot and I think Mm. he's a decent player, right? Mm. Cowan, you know, these type of plays you keep. Chero is a great midfielder. Walsh, put him on the ball and nothing else. Curno is a superstar. Everyone else, get stuff, bro. I'm Mm. sick of you. I'm sick of you sucking. I'm sick of your bullshit, worthless culture and how you can never handle the pressure. I'm sick of you not being able to kick a goal straight. Peter Wright never misses ever.
0: Mm.
2: He did that. I was gonna say five goals zip,
0: five zip on return. Mm.
2: So it could be it could be the players, it could be the cult, uh, uh, the coaching, it could be a board level, um, you know, ritual curse that filters down that it's been like that for. 20 years and for some reason the board just doesn't know how to they're the only club that can never run like it can't be that hard can just i just to say be, like shh, it cannot be that shh, <laughs> shh, it cannot be that hard to just be decent at football well, that's what i'm gonna say so bottom yeah, four, bro. i'm
0: agreeing with you my thing is the board thing the board thing just cracks me up because the board i actually agree makes a difference if everything's aligned for premiership success we're just talking about making the idea. Right. <laughs> it's and, not the board. And how
2: funny is it no other team <laughs> talks about the board ever.
0: Exactly. <laughs> but Carlton's board oh be, because they just can't get it right. Right. At this rate, just forget the Tassie jokes with North. We'll have to get the Tassie Blues, mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate True. True, man. But <laughs> then right. you think to yourself, oh, but maybe if they just got
2: that connection right, they're winning the ball, you know, they're defending all right. They're not actually not that bad. They're not bad at defending transition. Mainly, I think. They just can't kick
0: goals. <laughs> Unfortunately, you need to kick goals to win games of football, George. Yeah,
1: well, they don't know that. I think they need to start like reading books and like yoga, the power of now. Yeah, they need to, Seriously? They, <laughs> they need these... to get Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> That's it. Guest speaker. That's it. You need to be calm. <laughs> you get the ball.
2: <laughs> but this is the thing, right? I think he, he needs to do some serious voodoo shit on them. <laughs> Legit. Matthew Kennedy was talking this week. <laughs> Right? <laughs> He's like, um, we've got to let go of the fear, you know, we got to be present. Like, bro, why are you scared? Why, what type of culture do you have that you're scared to play football? Why is, that, why is fear even part of the equation? Who, who's coaching these guys to let them be scared to take the game on? And even when they take the game on and they, t- they took the game on, they still only scored 50 points. Don't take the game on, 50 points. Take the game on,
0: 50 points. On, 50 points. Man. It's, you summed it up very well there, George. I appreciate the emotion. Mm. What else I got here? Um, oh, He's oh, got more. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Dane
2: Swan. Oh, here we go. Does the I don't go on Twitter much. I don't really know how to use it. And I don't know my username and password. But the Twitter <laughs> on Facebook, no, not on Facebook, on the on, on the computer, that, that thing, right? It auto-loads, so I don't need to know what my password is on yep. the computer. So I type in Carlton. Dane Swan pops up. Okay. Feel sorry for the blues been too shit for too long Dane Swan get stuff bro <laughs> I don't want your sympathy we're getting sympathy from Dane Swan who <laughs> hates Carlton more than anything he's like you know what I'm Carlton is so pathetic that I'm gonna give him you know I'm gonna pat him like a little dog <sighs> like these, we're meant to be a fierce team that was like a champion team Dane Swan there there Carlton that's a new your low shit. that's a new low
0: yeah people
2: feel so for people. us now <sighs> and they because we're so bad man
0: it and is bad mate.
2: And one other thing I'll say it, before I wrap it up. I know that the umpires weren't the reason we lost, but I, I won't I won't be that guy that says umpires lost it. They made some ridiculous calls because we got a couple of goals taken off us in the goal square. Tom DeConning, two pushes in the back, right? When they weren't really pushes in the back. They haven't played push in the back all year and they decided to play that just for this game. And then they forgot about it again. That is Just not okay, Mm. especially when you know they're hard earned marks in a tight game. We kicked those, things could have been different. It was still a tight game, right? But this game, the umpires whistled every 30 seconds high tackle holding Mm. this. The like it was so hard to watch, and all the comments from neutral supporters on Fan on Facebook everywhere was like umpires, 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 right? So it wasn't just Carlton being hard done by or Essendon being hard done by. It's just umpires having too much of an involvement in the game. And it, it honestly, that's the thing that makes me the most angry out of anything. Mm. Umpire decisions make me more angry than Carlton being shit. Because they're not meant to be playing the game, but umpires, they're influencing it more than anyone else. I agree. With and that. the main point I have is this was the, fr- the Sunday night game. Meant to be a blockbuster. Massive crowd. The other blockbuster, Collingwood and Melbourne, was umpired like a final. Mm. They did not, like, people were falling on top of each other, tackling each other to the ground, kicking each other in the head, play on. Mm. That is
0: how football is meant to be umpired. You said a few weeks ago, I wish there was only like five or so free kicks per team, like per game. The amount of decisions, Can I tell you how many there were? This even shocked me. 18 for Carlton, which is thereabouts on league average. 32 for Essendon. That's what
2: I'm saying. And... I don't know why Essendon got more free kicks. Are they lucky? Was it the way we are playing? You can tell from a Cullen perspective why I felt like we are being hard done, hard done by given the fact that it's almost double. But stop, like, stop it. Mm. Especially... Leave the game alone, you pricks.
0: Yeah, well, I agree, man. You're preaching to the converted here. But especially in the 50, when it leads to goals, it does change the momentum.
2: Bro, Tom DeConnor took a mark, two marks in the goal square that were reversed. Mm. How, like, as a player... When you're or, you're already down, how are you meant to
0: recover from that? Mm. It, no, it's actually I agree with you. It does make. And then there's harder. descent,
2: I would have gone up
1: and just lost my career. Honestly.
0: <laughs> George has lost it. But I'm so the umpire thing makes
1: me more angry than
2: Carlton being bad. Yeah. I don't know why it just does. Yeah,
1: fair enough, man. I think uh, you had a little bit of a rev up during the week by uh, a mate of our friend of the pod, Chris, in one of the group no. chats. He's like, oh, "I need some passion. I need some fire." You, I think you gave it. No, but and the thing, some. the some. thing is, is, I'm I'm only, proud
2: of you, I'm only angry for, for five minutes after the game, right? So yeah. it's been like a couple of days. Like I'm, you know, I will move on. But so the you, umpires
0: thing, man. So usually, yeah. hang on a second. So I've just realized now. Usually, Carlton's on the Thursday or Friday night. George lets this out by the time we record. That's this is right. like pretty raw still. You,
2: you need, you need to True. get me. You need to get me right after the game. You need to bust into my house like Marlon Pickett.
0: I'd love it. And and steal microphone and put it on it. Right <laughs> then I'll give you something. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, well, look, we do have a few Bomber fans that listen to the pod, so I thought we yeah. should touch on them a little bit. Yeah, thank you. Can I say? No, I, w- nah, so.
1: I want to say, possibly the best winger in the game is Nick Martin.
0: Yeah, he's crazy. Seriously, man.
1: he's super in form. Yeah, he is. And if he played, if he played a Collingwood, right, for example, like a team in the top four, he'd be all Australian for sure. But I think he's getting recognition now. So yeah, so maybe, maybe he might even. I get think it. he might. Yeah, he might sneak He's him. definitely in the forty. But we'll see. If if mm. that uh, AFL, you know, the All-Australian selectors decide to be true to position unlike Which us. they won't. They yeah, won't. No, no way. You know, <laughs> and they really want a proper wingman in. Look no further.
0: He's playing super well. That's a good shout, Matt. So, have you guys noticed as well that Ashley McGrath is playing weirdly above his size in defense? Like, he'll be matched up with a big dude and actually hold his own.
1: Well, I kind of forgot he existed. To be honest with you, yeah. So he's he's the weirdest number one pick. Yeah, like it's just like he's not a flop, but he's just solid. Did, did he like? Like I he's, did? You notice uh, Dean? Obviously, noticed he played. I didn't really. You don't notice him, man. No, I I, I pay attention to to okay. you know, I just hate Essendon. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> See, Dino, does he give you Andrew Wiggins vibes, or is this like a solid dude, solid role player, a number one pick? You know yeah, I
0: mean? you're right. You can't call them flops by any means. Mm. But then I think over at the time of his career, similar to and Andrew Wiggins, yeah, he'll, he'll be successful.
1: Yeah, but I think at one stage, uh, McGrath was like, "Oh man, this guy's looking really good. He's about to explode." And now he's just kind of like, mm. "All right, role player, right?" That's 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 exactly Wiggins, except for you know the team move. But anyway, it's little interesting. NBA does he? I don't watch enough Essendon,
0: but does he play on ball at all anymore? Or no, or not at all. No. Interesting call. Cool. Mm. Um, but if they've
2: you, got players like Perkins, Hobbs. Um, Hobbs is playing alright Who's as well. the other one That came from GWS Jackson Coldwell Coldwell yeah oh, Where's Hately Hately's at
1: Adelaide
0: and, Not yeah, getting it yeah. He's, he's, he's in I mean, It's Coldwell.
2: But yeah. like You know These are These are young players That are very talented That are getting experience Because Parrish is out And Shields out But they're They've played well Like Perkins have been Really good this year Hobbs has taken his opportunity uh, They've still got Nick Cox on the side
0: mm.
2: So I mean They've got some Elijah Sardis Top pick Sanders. from last year Stringer was a handful. Mm. So, you know, Essendon need him at at, um, his best if they want to win finals. He's just the
1: X-Factor player that no one can match up on. Mm. Against the slower midfield, he can dominate because he's, even though he's got that burst, he's kind of slow himself. You know what I mean? Like, he's kind of a bit of a plodding not, Yeah, the back. He's not not a two-way runner. He's not a two-way runner. No, not at all. You know what I mean? I I just don't think like, so against the slower midfield, you know, like you guys... Yeah. Yeah, and the, the other man.
2: thing is um, Mullet, Mullet Man destroyed uh, Tom DeConing. Really? Yeah, he just yeah. put into the sword So he's becoming quite a good ruck
1: You know you were saying Norton overrated earlier You'd mentioned it to me recently De Coning.
0: Yeah what's all this what's, hype about Oh keep him or don't get rid, Mate this nah, guy he, Just look, get he, rid of
1: him But he's
2: a ruckman right But <sighs> So he, they Sell. do take time
0: Sell, mate. Sell
2: I don't know how Actually I don't know how old He's compared to What's the Ruck guy's name Draper Draper I don't know how old he is compared to Draper, but Draper's coming along nicely.
0: Wait, there is no way in this AFL you overpay for a Ruckman
2: full stop. No, but put it this way. Carlton needs to get rid of him because I said before, yes. yeah, they, need to get, they need to semi-rebuild this team with young talent that hasn't been corrupted by whatever system Carlton's in. Tom DeConning, if you could get anything like a first round for this guy,
0: See you, mate. even more yeah. so. Like you can't pay the guy the, the amount that apparently he wants, or he's mm-hmm. going to demand. Like no way, Ruckman. There's a Ruckman merry-go-round every off-season. Just, just pick go up, a pick new up one. Kieran Briggs. Correct. Bro. Pick yeah. up a new one.
1: Bruce. Bruce is going to be gone because Briggs is the new number you one. Just Ruck. take him. Yeah, exactly. Like he's he's twenty-three. to do so. That's need... enough time, in yeah. my opinion, to get your body right. Like and uh, Draper's twenty-four. Look,
2: personally, I think Tom is going to be a good player. Don't get me wrong, but. I think you don't need... Like, we just talked about Nathan Vardy being a Premiership rock. Who's he, bro? Correct. You know, who, who he? Who he? <laughs> so You don't need it. I'm, 100%. I, I don't think you need it. You can have champions that make it better, like Nick Nat, full form, player Max Gorn. You know, yeah, obviously it makes a big difference, but if they're just a soldier, like Darcy Cameron, he's probably going to be a Premiership rock.
1: Mm. He's, and he's a solid player. He's, he's a solid player, but Ruckmen are actually part.
2: solid footballers because there's only one per team. They They... They're all pretty
1: solid footballers, man. Mm. Pretty much, they're tall, strong, and can run. Yeah, that's that's literally the only thing you need. Think As about how weapon, hard it is know? to be. Obviously, us. there's you know there's the the nuances and there's, yeah. there's the technique stuff. But let's be fair, you're there to crash packs. You're there to try to tap into your teammates. You know, and you need to be able to run. That's the main thing, and that's why I've heard the maze. I don't know if it's maze or Hayes from Port Adelaide. He can't get a game, even though he's a great rock because he just doesn't have the running ability. Mm. You know, um, and. Yeah,
0: it's a fair call, matter. Mm. We should move on to the last game now. So Melbourne got their statement win over the Pies, which yeah, I yeah. predicted. I impressive. just want to remind you, boys. Impressive, impressive win. Actually, it was a good tip from me. Impressive win. I guess yeah. what's more impressive, my tip or Melbourne's win? We Melbourne's, can let the Melbourne's viewers win. decide.
1: Melbourne's yeah. win. I think it's it because the <laughs> game like that. it was eight, eight goals, eighteen. I don't know. It wasn't the cleanest game, but they held that out at least. It yeah. was a finals-like kind of hike. It was pretty cool to watch, actually.
0: Could have been worse, to be fair. Melbourne, eight goals, 18. They were the better team. They deserved their yeah. win. Um, I found it so funny. At the end of the game, Melbourne's up by a few goals, and you hear the fans in the background, Melbourne, <laughs> giving the Collingwood fans shit, only to then concede two goals in a minute. Yeah, I know. Been silence. Like- <laughs> So it would have been actually been pretty Trust funny. Trust
2: Dacos to be the one that finds
0: a way to kick that goal, man. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, but now the Pies, look, I was actually thinking for a second, geez, they're going to do it again, the guys. These guys, no way. But credit to Melbourne, full value for their win. Got man, Jack Viney won the medal for best on ground. What look, a game it, he had.
2: Anytime that he goes and takes that like main role in the midfield, he, he dominates. But yeah. with Oliver out, and like Oliver being out and them still winning is pretty impressive. Yeah. But yeah, Vani, you know
1: when he's played full time in that midfield, yeah. still a very good player. Yeah, yeah. And I was gonna say that with that game, I was like hanging on to the very end because I needed Darcy Cameron to get like ninety-one Super Coach points to win in my cash league. So that game, honestly, you <laughs> get it? He did. Yeah. It was good. That was uh that was matter. yeah. That so that that was uh, that was the highlight of the game for me. Because I think I was I was straight after work. I was tired. Well, think uh, the thing about that was the only thing keeping me awake.
2: The thing about the intensity <laughs> that they played out though, like these two teams. They're serious teams, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like the the, the way that Colin would like handle, handle, handball, handle in like three seconds, find the way through traffic. Mm. Not many teams can do that, man. And the fact that Melbourne was able to withstand that and actually win. Geez. Tell you what,
0: George. One guy that had a big impact was your boy, Bailey Fritch. Mate, top five player at Melbourne. That's what I'm saying. Three goals, three is what it is. It's yeah. a decent return. But I'll say this. Darcy Moore was tasked with the responsibility of tracking him for a lot of the game and he got outdone. Yeah, out did him.
2: Well, I think this is the first time I've seen, Collingwood still played well, but this is the first time I've seen Collingwood a little bit like, you know, dazzled. Yeah. You know, they, they didn't, not all their kicks were perfect. You know, there was, you know, there was indecision. They got a bit lost. Like they, they just were under a lot of pressure. Mm. And even like a team that seemingly, you know, can handle the pressure the most and has like, really skillful kicks and can just move the ball freely still made mistakes. So Melbourne was able to just put a system in place and pressure enough to actually keep uh, uh, the pies honest for once, which was good.
0: Absolutely. Moves them into the top four firmly now. So they're a win ahead of the Lions in fourth. Top four is looking pretty interesting. Collingwood, Port, Melbourne, Lions. I think we can all agree they probably are the four best teams. Yeah. I
1: was going to say equal top four, St. Kilda and Essendon. Yes, well, I'm thirty-two points. Man. That's crazy.
2: Wow! It it like the Port and Collingwood, I, I think are the and Melbourne now are the clear best three teams. Brisbane because of their home factor. But who's better? I know that like all right, they're they're ranked in the ladder. But who's better between Saints, Essendon, Dogs, Geelong, uh, Crows, Gold Coast? Like,
1: mate, they're all they're all
2: similar. They're all the same. I think yeah. you
0: have to say a fit Geelong. You'd back in a final, like a one-off I final so too, yeah. against most of those teams. It, I'll tell you what, man, Essendon—they've got that extra flair moving forward that I don't know the Saints have when push comes to shove. I actually rate the Bombers this year. Mm. I mm.
1: think now you know you bring in Peter Wright as you know, yeah. more of a focal point up forward, and some, something about they're just like the role players that they have, like Sam Durham. You know what I mean, dudes. <laughs> random dudes like Will that. I'm Snelling. like, what's that? Will Snelling. Yeah, Snelling. Will Snelling. Not so much him, but like, <laughs> you know, um, no. You look at some of their role players. And you're like, all right, this guy's doing his job. He's going in there. He's gutsy. Like, this is more specifically Durham's. Like, these dudes are going in there. You know, um, what's it called? You need those guys. You need role players. You need system guys, and they seem to have that. Mm. So, you know, just yeah.
2: thinking about those those teams, maybe like Richmond. Like, it just goes to show how how much of a fight Richmond have to do just to compete with these guys and then you think to yourself Carlton mate you guys wow like yeah. you're miles behind
1: it's crazy, fascinating
0: yeah. crazy alright boys shall we get into the tips for next week yeah. so you know what there's there's something I didn't know if I wanted to
1: do it this week right but I want to test you guys a little bit okay right? here we go. I didn't tell you guys about this pre-pod because it needs to be a bit of a surprise I need to catch you guys a little bit off guard right I did a little bit of research on players who were really cheap on Supercoach and I saw these names and I'm like, Oof, as if these, these guys probably won't know them. So, we're going to play a little bit of a game of who he played for, <laughs> AFL edition, and uh, I'm going to get it up in a moment here. All this right. These are just random players. Random these players. are random players. Some of them, right? I feel like there's some... Some of them you should know. Some of them you should know. I might go slightly, slightly <laughs> easier to who's, start with. Who's nervous? All I'm right. Very nervous. So, who does... Connor Stone play for? Giants. Yep, yep. There we go. Correct. All right. Mark Sheetha.
0: Ooh.
1: Uh, Sydney? Correct. Correct. Yeah, Correct. Nice. All right. So those are kind of... Actually, <laughs> here's another relatively... <laughs> Sydney teams. No? Another relatively easy one. Jed Buslinger.
0: Oh, that's West Coast. No. Sorry. Who's Buslinger? Adolin?
1: You guys don't remember your draft, yeah, huh? Yes. No, hang on. I've
0: tracked the draft so closely. <laughs> I've
2: no
1: idea, but he nah.
2: sounds like he's... He he would be a good player based on his name. Dogs, yeah. sorry, dogs. dogs correct.
1: Dogs, yeah. Right He's He's here's dog. another one that you guys probably will know as well. Francis Evans. Uh, I've seen the name.
0: It was between. Was it? it has he moved? Was he at Essendon? Is it no, Essendon? no, no. It was Port.
1: No. He's at Port now. Port. Yeah. So he was at Geelong and yes, went to Port. Right, now I'm gonna go to let's let's see how you guys go with this one. Blake Howes Hawthorne? No. Wrong how <laughs> Wrong yeah, From Blake Howes Who's in the draft Maybe two or three years Melbourne? ago Melbourne Yes yeah, Correct yeah, nice Alright nice here nice. we go Steely you know, Blake, I think Blake Howes Goes to the same subway That I go to Really yeah, Wow there you go, there Breaking you go. news Friend of the pod There you go um, Steely Green the, One of the best names In the AFL Steely,
2: Steely Green Huh? Yeah
1: Not the band Steely Dan No not Steely Dan <laughs> Steely, That's his middle name actually
0: Steely Green I don't know no, no, no. Nah, he, plays, he played, huh? I'll have a guess. Yeah, go.
1: Gold Coast. Nah, Richmond. Okay. No, nah, I did. Sorry, I didn't let you have a guess. Huh? Uh All Richmond. Right. <laughs> Here's a couple more. Right, let's see if you guys remember this guy who was he had a little bit of buzz at the start of the season, Jason Gilby.
0: GWS Yes. What,
1: what was the, what was the what was special about Jason Gilby? Do you guys remember? <laughs> no. <laughs> he was on the seven PM project, right? Because he, he doesn't drink water, he just oh, drinks milk. Oh, yeah, he's a milk drinker. Bro what? just drinks milk. What? Um, right, I, got a, I got a couple more. What's his bone structure like? <laughs> oh, it must be incredible. Um, Here's another one. Clay Tucker. Uh, Brothers with Darcy? No, I don't think so.
0: Clay Tucker? Clay Tucker. Frio? <laughs> no. That's nah. Darcy. That Darcy nah, was before. Darcy. before yeah. <laughs> What's that? It was Darcy Clay
1: Tucker What what
2: team haven't we guessed yet?
1: It's a Melbourne team Uh
0: Clay Tucker
1: Dogs? Nah But he was Look uh, Here's my little tip He was a higher pick In the mid-season draft this year This year? This year Clay Tucker
0: Did you just not pay attention After North's pick? I did not (laughs) See any other pick Other than Marek At one And Hanson at two
1: Fair enough (laughs) Um, Uh, Who was the next pick?
0: Hawthorne. Yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. And all right, here's here's uh we'll go with this one as the last one, all right. This one has the best name, right? This is probably in my eyes the best name in the AFL. And we gotta give him his flowers for having a sick name. <laughs> Shadow brain. Shadow brain. Shadow brain. Wow. Um Japan? Japan <laughs> <laughs> Yes, actually. No.
0: I've got no idea. I'll no. guess.
1: Collingwood. No, nah, no. Nah. He's a he's a Brisbane player. Look at this. Shadow Brain. No, Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> it's French. That's Shadow Brain. Fantastic. That is one of the best names I've that seen. Guy, that guy's not playing AFL, man. No, nah, surely not. Surely <laughs> not. I hope he does, man like the uh, commentators would have a field day with that one Shadow Brain he's injured at the moment what's what's the situation bro? oh I haven't I didn't look man but um <laughs> nah Shadow Brain shout out to him
0: fair enough Matt's once again with a surprise segment <laughs> that's it man that's <laughs> thanks it. very much for that yeah no nah, uh,
1: I, I thought I didn't want to give you guys any warning because I think we discussed it at some point a few weeks ago but then I'm like oh, I'm gonna spring it up on them yeah, yeah. when they least expect <laughs> nah, it no nah, no
0: definitely the way <laughs> if it you
2: said Shadow Brain and he's, you're like Brisbane I think there's something up between you nah, two nah.
1: yeah true true nah See, Dino did know, but he didn't want to make it too sus. Yeah,
0: you know, gotta stay humble. Well, he's
1: been up to Brisbane, so he's probably met him in person. True. true. Gotta stay humble. Stay
0: humble.
1: (laughs) I need to see what Shadow Brain looks like, man.
0: (laughs) While you're doing that, I'll say the first of the tips because I think we're running a bit overs today, fellas. Yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. Port V the Cats at Adelaide Oval. Just go Port, man. Port. Yep. 11 in a row, baby. 11, man. That's crazy. Uh, Brisbane back at home against the Swans. I think you have to go Brisbane. George is deciding Just on
1: all of our behalf. Right now, get through them, baby. Yeah, no, nah, it's true.
0: Giants v the Dockers in Sydney.
1: Frio, let's go Giants, baby!
0: Giants at home v Frio.
1: Yeah, right. All right, we'll go Giants. I'll yeah. go Giants. I'm too. going with whatever George says. So okay. We can get we get through them. Okay. All right,
0: Richmond hosting the Saints at the G.
1: Brisbane hosting
0: Richmond hosting the Saints at the G. Oh, this the one, this at one, one I don't know. I'm gonna go with Saints. Mm, yeah, same. Carlton hosting the Suns at the G.
1: We, oh, can't, we can't go blue. I want to
0: hear you say it.
2: <laughs> you've been doing the tips this week. Carlton.
0: Oh, he's so, stuck by. So him. what was it? What was the other team? Gold Coast. Them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going Suns by 36 points. Uh, 36. North hosting the Doggies Me and Matt are going to this game Like yes. real members do That's it No, Definitely Doggies Doggies are going to win yeah, yeah I'm happy to go <laughs> Doggies yeah. Cool um, Okay I think we're going to do some Actually really quick grades Of teams on the buy Letter grade We're going to breeze through it Adelaide
1: oh, and this The one the buy coming
0: Yeah they're on the buy What's their grade so far this year uh,
1: Adelaide um, I'm going to go B plus Yeah
0: Okay, will go A minus yeah. Crow uh, Sorry I said crows Pies
1: A plus Yep. A plus. A plus. Yep, Bombers. No. Uh, a. a plus as well. A plus as well. I thought they were going to be bottom 14. So A plus. I'll no. give them an A. Yeah. Hawks. Hawks. Uh, I'm going to give them a. You know, for d- the recent performances. It depends
2: on what you, were, you, you thought of them, right? It's, it's how they've beat their expectations, I mm. think, right? Yeah.
1: I think they were like a, a C minus in the first two weeks and then maybe like an A to A minus for the rest. So we'll go with B plus. B, B, yeah, B plus. Yeah. I'll go
0: B. Uh, Melbourne.
1: Melbourne, I think it's a B plus as well because yeah. even though they've been playing bad, but they're still third. They're still contenders, exactly. Right? So yeah, B plus,
0: cool. And Eagles, <sighs> F Z
1: N- N-, N N A non applicable. <laughs> <laughs> they've the yeah. I, I don't want to. Yeah, uh,
0: fair that's, enough. It's tough. Um, and we actually forgot to do this last week. So two more. Geelong.
1: Geelong. Oh, it's like a like a C plus at best.
0: C. Yeah, I'll give it a D plus. They're out right of the eight. Yeah, that's true, true, true. Uh, and the Suns. C plus again. No, Suns, they're starting to come good, man. Yeah, B. but I, was, I was for. Give them a B minus. B. All right, cool. No more surprise segments. We're good. All done. Well, <laughs> actually, I'm
2: running for president. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, speaking of running, actually, thanks for bringing that up. Just oh. real quick, we are very close to 100 subs. So thanks, everyone, for subscribing remember at 100 George will race Bo McCreary he had the injury scare he actually played he turned up So and he looked quick to the bus he looked really quick so George you better start practicing mate I know you have been but train harder um, but yeah if you haven't already please subscribe like today's episode thanks very much for watching and listening we'll catch you on the next one
1: thank you bye